When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Mmm, yeah. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. If this is not your first time, welcome back. I'm super glad that you're here. This is the place where I teach people how to escape the rat race by investing in real estate. You see... I changed one thing just one time and I escaped that rat race forever. And what that one thing was, it was my focus. I changed my focus from making piles of cash to making streams of cash. And that right there, that changed my life forever. So no longer do I work for money. My money now works for me in multiple ways. And, and if I had to start over, if I had to start from scratch, if I were to do this all over again, I'd do it exactly the same way. And I do it exactly the same way whether I had money and credit to start with or not. You see, while I was going through this whole process, while I was finding my way, while I was going through this journey, I stumbled upon 12 different strategies of investing in real estate with little to no money. And in hindsight, being forced to invest that way with no money and no credit, I believe that has made me a much better investor. And I want to make you a better investor as well. So what I did is I put the first two strategies of those 12 into a free course. And I believe those two strategies are the easiest and the fastest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. And I've put them into this free course just for you. And you can access that free course at freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. And uh, if you're listening via your smartphone right now and you can't wait to get back to your computer, you can access that free course by texting free course to 55678. Free course, all one word, no spaces to 55678. And you'll get the course right there on your phone. All righty. Cool. So got a great show for you today. Um, just coming off the heels of our Grub and Grow Rich event that we had here in Glendale, California. And it was quite amazing. We had 30 people sign up and 32 showed up. So it was uh, 102%, I guess, somewhere in that way uh, of a show up ratio. And and if you've ever show, I've ever thrown a live event before and and if you've ever done that, you know that you can expect about a 50% show up ratio. And uh, that's been my experience, at least for the last decade, of doing live events. And I hadn't done one in quite a while. And uh, boy, we had we sold out the place, and it was standing room only, and had a really awesome time. And I got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet uh, uh, podcast listeners. I got to meet Epic Pro Academy members. I got to meet face-to-face some of our cash flow savvy members or our cash flow savvy clients. And it was just a whole lot of fun. So the next one, if you missed it, we missed you, but you got a second chance or another chance. Come July 31st, we'll be holding another Grub and Grow Rich event in St. Louis, Missouri. And that will be on July 31st. And if you want to check that out, if you want to join us there in, in middle America, go to grubandgrowrich.com. And then uh, you can sign up, reserve your seat. And I would recommend if that's anywhere on your radar for doing that, you might want to do that right away because we did sell out and there will be 30 seats for this one as well. Okie doke. So last night, as I was mentioning, I got to meet a lot of 
cool people, people that uh, knew me, but it was the first time I got to really get to know them. And two people stood out, particularly my uh, um, Fernando, the director of operations over at Cashflow Savvy, was uh, connected with them. He's been working with them for a while. And and Mercedes, she said, you've got to have them on the show so they can tell their story. So I got to meet them a little bit last night. And I was like, hold up, hold up. Don't tell me too much. Let's just Let's wait till we hit the record button, and then we'll uh, we'll t- we'll have that conversation, get to know each other that that way. So I've asked them to join me in the studio today, and they are sitting here waiting. And it is Lee and Ariel Oclarino. So welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Thank you, Matt. Hello. Thank you. Excited to be here. Good. I can see it all over your face. <laughs> That's cool. So um, let's get started um, with just a little bit about your background. Okay, so what were you doing before you even got involved or interested in real estate? Well, I, I've been uh, schooled by um, by my mom, and it's it's been a a kind of a drilled-in thing to our culture that uh, you get an education, mm-hmm. you get a good job, you work yourself up, and then retire. Right. And what is your culture? Filipino. Filipino. Okay. So... I'm right along the track of that, mm-hmm. but it it did not seem quite right for me. Um, I graduated as a business business finance and management, and uh, one thing that kind of told me that it uh, it wasn't quite right for me mm-hmm. was in back in 1994. Uh, I took a a budget analyst job in government, just like clockwork. I fell asleep around one or two <laughs> in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It, it was just really boring. It was, I was good with numbers, but it was just boring. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself uh, training myself to do some computer work. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of started my career as a sand manager now for IMAX. Okay. And uh, ever since then, I've been working my way up and saving little here and there. And now I, I've got the itch. I'm... You know, I'm mid 40s mm-hmm. and really had nothing to show for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have a 401, I do have a small savings, I, I've got a great family. Mm-hmm. But as far as providing the kind of lifestyle that I want to provide them, it's mm-hmm. it's not there. So right. Right. I guess I would call it a niche. Sure. So I started researching. I went. Was there, was there a moment recently or maybe a few years ago where that? That was like, you know what, something's got to change. I'm going down this road, and, but, you know, something's got to shift. Do you remember a moment when that happened, or was it just gradual? It was gradual. Was it? Uh, but when it, it yeah, it, I would just say it's gradual. I, I can't say enough of where there was just a, a breaking point of I woke up and I needed to do something. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was just an underlying back of my mind um saying that I got to make more money <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or at least provide the kind of lifestyle that my wife and my kids are, that I want them to get used to. Sure. But, and by working uh, with the W-2, it, I don't think it's going to reach that that goal. Right. Got it. So, Lee, yes. please share your story. Yeah. I was actually an accounting major. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's always that one teacher that kind of ruins it for you. The one teacher? <laughs> that one teacher. Okay. And um, somehow I started working as an AR for a company, and but they decided to train me for something else, you know, mortgage side. They mm-hmm. started me as loan processing. They saw more potential in me because I love to learn. 
-hmm. I was always kind of like the the person that did everything. So they trained me to be doc, and then ultimately I, w I became their funder. Mm -hmm. So it's it's my passion. You know, it's it's so much fun to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, so when my husband told me you know, he wanted to invest, and I'm like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So well, that's good. Problem solving is a good skill, and, and if you have a passion for solving problems, you, you've come to the right place, that's for sure. Because that's how we get paid as real estate investors, is by solving problems. So, mm -hmm. awesome. So, Ariel, uh, uh, you you had the initial presentation or a proposal to, to uh, Lee for, let's look into real estate. Mm -hmm. So, how did real estate come about? What, what inspired you there? Well, I dabbled in uh, stocks. Mm -hmm. uh, I did fairly well. Uh, back in 19, about 2001, 2002, I had a chance to uh, invest uh, some money to Google, mm -hmm. uh, sold that, and so I had enough money to uh, do something with it. But knowing stocks, in order to re really make money, you, you can't just buy and hold. You, you really got to be a day trader, mm -hmm. from what I've learned, at mm -hmm. least. Um, but it was not that type of kind of interaction that I need or, or, or wanted because I, I, at the same time, I do like my job. I like computers. I like solving problems as well. Mm -hmm. and, and I didn't want to let that go. So I needed to find some kind of a balance. Uh, but I kept researching, researching, researching stocks and everything. And every time I would, it would come up, it would be real estate. Mm -hmm. The reason I did not pull the trigger back in early 2000 was because I was plainly scared. Mm -hmm. uh, knowledge was my biggest thing. I, I'm an engineer by trade. So it, I was scared. Right. <laughs> I can't, right. I can't no, put I get it, it in more. I get it. Something yeah. new, right? Right. Yes. So you made that decision, though, that it was going to be real estate what, almost 15 years ago now, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's been a long journey, mm -hmm. right? So tell me, like, once you started or you started to um, – make strides to increase your education and your knowledge around real estate. What did that look like? What were your first steps that you were taking? Uh, I did a lot of uh, internet um, reading. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of picking up little things here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, at one point, uh, uh, flipping houses was a very attractive and sexy right. kind of uh, idea. Mm-hmm. But as I learned that uh, uh, fixing uh, flipping was a little bit harder than I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, first you really gotta have a, a good knowledge of the of your area. Mm -hmm. uh, you gotta have, you gotta pick your market. Mm -hmm. And California, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not that easy, right. I mean, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So. I, it was one of those read something, then let it go a little bit. Read something, then it'll go. It, 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 I did not put my 100% of my effort mm -hmm. to it. It's just, oh, I got some time over my lunch break. Let me read something. Sure. sure. So that's why it, it, so, it was such a long, 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 long journey. Okay. For me. So what was, um, what, what part of it? Lee, did you do you think like where there was a shift where you went from dabbling to actually okay, let's get into action? You started taking a little bit more aggressive moves. I saw infomercial. Infomercial, <laughs> yes, that's where we all got our start, right? <laughs> yes. You know, 
it's very colorful when they tell you, you know, sure. go up to a free real estate class. Right. We went. <laughs> Was it free? <laughs> no. No. You know, from the moment you step in there, they're basically selling you mm-hmm. anything that they can. Mm-hmm. And if they can sell you the pen that they have there, they'll, they'll sell it to you. Right. You right. know, but it kind of... So I what think, did you buy? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We, we bought their class. But you know what? Okay. I, as much as the money that we spent on that, I I still think that we did at least get something mm-hmm. out of it, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't know. We're new investors. But right. Right. we did. We picked up a lot from it. And so in the fact, when he told me, you know, honey, look into Epic Real Estate, mm-hmm. you know, let's buy a property. I mean... I jumped on it. I wasn't, mm-hmm. there was no fear in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just went online, Googled right. you, right. <laughs> tried to find out about you, your company, mm-hmm. what you guys did. So I kind of did my own due diligence to make sure that we were investing our money, hard-earned money, mm-hmm. to a good company. And we did. I, there was no fear. I, I just jumped oh, on it. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So that was a big fast forward. And, I, and, and what at what point where... Did you do you feel though you really? Because I know you guys took some. You guys have some experience before you ever met me. You know, at what point were you really trying to make bridge that gap between the uh, the classroom and reality? Like, what other types of things have you tried before before we met? Podcasts. For well, oh. that that's still educating. But oh. have, were you not doing anything, or are you just well, in a massive learning mode? Well, we we had our own house. We we had a house for. Mm-hmm. 15 years. Mm-hmm. That was our first house right. when we first got married. So, you know, I think, and plus my background in real estate, you know, I think mm-hmm. that. Is the, the lending yes. processor, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. We, we, uh, we tried doubling in, in um, selling U.S. products to uh, uh, the Philippine mm-hmm. market. That didn't quite work out. Uh-huh. Um, it, but it, it's not only with a scale, uh, in a scale of of mass mass produ- uh, production and mass sales is mm-hmm. just we wanted to try it out see if it works or not right. and obviously it didn't work uh, we're a very 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 conservative mm-hmm. couple it's not uh, not in our blood or or instincts to take a big leap right now coming back to the um, seminar that uh, <laughs> that we invested in uh-huh I must admit that uh, although that uh, I'm hesitant to to uh, to mention this, but it did give me the extra kind of a push sure. to really say, all right, I I got a few prospects mm-hmm. uh, to look at, and I'm going to pick one of them, mm-hmm. and you were the my top choice. Mm-hmm. It, so uh, out of the Many, many, uh, the biggest investment that we did, mm-hmm. it helped us pull that trigger to, to give us that kind of extra strength or courage to say, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. It's not that scary. Mm-hmm. It, you have friends, you have colleagues like you mm-hmm. to help us along. Now, Mercedes and Fernando, they were very, very friendly. It, mm-hmm. They were very professional and outright just honest, mm-hmm. oh, in, in our opinions. Uh, they, they, they did not hold anything back. Mm-hmm. Once, if we asked for, uh, for the um, material cost and the schedules, next day they sent it right away. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not like 
the other people that I've kind of talked to, it's like, well, the the only thing that you'll probably they, they would they would they would sell this. You get a turkey property, you buy it for ninety thousand dollars, and you get a cash flow of eight hundred to a thousand dollars. Other than that, anything be, behind the background, they will handle, and they they kind of are reluctant to to kind of release those kind of information. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I don't really care. I mean, I do, but it's not that important. But my 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 thing is that if we're going to be business partners or or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want some some transparency, right? You know, it, you want to know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I'm not going to be looking to micromanage because you do the best thing, and I do what I, what I do best is to provide the money, and mm-hmm. you do the, your, the rehab, you do the finding the properties, and so forth, so forth. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I w- they might have thought that I, w- I was looking to uh, micromanage, but I wasn't. I, I just wanted to see where where the line is of transparency, mm-hmm. and I've. Obviously, they lost, and you won. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and I'd like to add with that. I mean, really, I guess I had no fear because really, from the beginning, mm-hmm. Fernando and Mercedes, I mean, they just hold your hand, basically. Right. You right. know, like step by step. You know, right. any question, it might be, for me, it was kind of maybe dumb. But to them, it's like ass, mm-hmm. you know, and they were so great. Right. I'm I, fortunate to have them on my team, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So... What I, what I, I want to try and really create some, pull something out of this for people that might be listening that are in your situation. Because the reason I was really interested in your story is that, you know, this has been a 14, 15 year journey before you actually pulled the trigger. So knowing what you know now in hindsight, you know, what, I mean, what big ahas have you had? What, what would you have done differently? You know, how could you, at what point do you think you would have felt comfortable to, you know, take this the leap that you've made now you know previously can you think of something i mean for me what would you do differently that's what i'm really trying to say knowing what you know now what would you have done differently that maybe not have taken 14 years to get this far for us for me probably not selling our house i mean that's you know that's my biggest thing like i always hear you never let go of a house that you already have mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i always hear that so and you sold your house we sold our oh, house oh okay i didn't yeah all yes. right uh for me Talk to people. Talk to people. Talk to people. Uh, they're not that scary, you mm-hmm. know. It, it's a little bit different from from your side and my side, you know. It, I, I put you three, you know, more of a higher pedestal than, than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are easily accessible, mm-hmm. as as you proved a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Mercedes and Fernando. We called them on a weekend. I was surprised that Fernando called us on a weekend. <laughs> He's uh, sick, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have called my clients on a weekend. Right, right. But that tells me that w- that those are the kind of passion that I want to be surrounded with. Mm-hmm. It, it it bleeds through. I want I want to absorb it, and I want to commit to that kind of a, a way of business. Right. Cool. Very cool. So you guys have closed escrow on your house? Yes. And how long ago did that happen? Last year. Last year? Yes. July of 2013. No, you know I'm talking about the, 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 prop- oh. the investment property. Investment. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. March of this year. March, March 28. Year. Okay. Yes, it closed. <laughs> Got it. So March, so we're, it's been a couple months. Yes. So how has your experience been so far? Oh, it's been great. 
You know, it's, it's, I can't say. I mean, if if they treated you poorly, you can tell me. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's been truly amazing. I can't say anything bad about that. It's been a great experience, you know, from, again, from the beginning till now, Mm -hmm. even though it's been closed, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're still there. And the question I might have, Mercedes and Fernando are still there. Right. You know, to hold. Have you received your first rent check yet? Yes, we have. It's awesome. actually our second one. Second one. Yes. Very good. Yes. So cool. it's been a. And so how does that feel? Great. You you want to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, just like wanting the wanting of, of having more properties. Right. Streams of cash. Right. Wanting right. to have that freedom. Right. Ariel, how does that feel now? Um, relief. Mm-hmm. It's uh. As you, as you know that I'm a numbers game. I want to see some kind of proof. Uh, it was really hard that uh, I took a kind of a two steps back and let uh, my wife and Mercedes and, and Fernando really handle most of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to be consciously aware of it, but I want to be away from it because I wanted to see how this will roll out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, it's working out really well because mm-hmm. uh, we're doing this podcast. Right, it's, uh, right. It's a kind of a proof that you know I'm willing to to disclose whatever needs to be disclosed to to, to give validity to to this business and to us. Awesome, I appreciate it. I really appreciate you guys for being here. Thank oh. you for sharing your story and being so candid and you know just being gracious and, and sharing with with your history. Because I know you know that's a long time, and I'm sure that wasn't all easy. I'm sure there's some painful moments in there. I mean, I could just I've been through it myself, so I, I get it. So thank you for that. So now that you, you've got the one property and um, Arrow, you've got this relief, right? And you've got your two, your two first two uh, rental checks come through. What do you see for your future now? Like, are we going to wait 14 years to, to do it again? No, or no, what, no. What, what's happening? What's in, on the plans right now? Well, my goal was for this year mm-hmm. was to buy at least one or two properties. Okay. Now, as I, as I you and I talked uh, a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to scale this to a five-year plan. Now, we're working currently working uh, for uh, with private investors and and uh, we're working on it mm-hmm. and uh, I'm hoping that we could actually buy two at least two mm-hmm. this year and I, I don't want to be overwhelmed by by acquiring more but if it if the op- opportunity presents itself why not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, the goal is really when I decided to do this I wanted to do one or two deals. This year, but now the kind of the mystique or the cloud has, mm-hmm. has, has lifted. Now I'm, I'm getting a little bit more anxious of getting two to three deals this right. year. Right. That's cool. Yes. You know, whether you, you go out and you do all the heavy lifting yourself or if you hire someone else to do it, leverage our team like you did. Um, really, after you get that first one done, you're just kind of like, well, that wasn't such a big deal, wasn't it? And that's so hard to to tell people, and that's that's one of the biggest um, challenges, or, or one of the the questions I'm always looking to answer for people that join the Epic Pro Academy, for people that come to Cashflow Savvy, is to how can I convey to them that once you cross that line, you're going to look back like, well, why didn't I do it so much earlier, right? Yes. So you now knowing that, maybe maybe you have a better answer for me than it's been a while since I bought my first property, so. Maybe you guys have an answer for someone that hasn't done their first transaction yet. And whether they're going to do that with a turnkey operation like ours or if they're actually going to go out and do it themselves, what would you, what advice would you give them? Talk to us. Ah, 
okay. <laughs> Talk to us yeah. and ask the people around. Mm-hmm. Um, ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, ask Mercedes. Ask Fernando. They're investors themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just people. I mean, right. I, I must admit, now, now, now I'm saying this, but before we did this deal, I would hear the same amount of uh, investors, like-minded investors, saying, talk to people. Mm-hmm. Find out what they, uh, uh, what they, how they feel, what what, what are their experiences, and and it didn't come through. Mm-hmm. It didn't come through until learning more about you and what you're about, and just and what really broke the camel's back, I guess, to come to the the question that you were asking before is that the reason we really committed was because of Mercedes and Fernando. Mm-hmm. It they were just wide open, right? wide open and that's all I could ask for. Awesome. Awesome. It's really about a team, right? Yes, yeah. definitely. It's, and you're able to tap into our team and leverage that team and you got it done. Yes. And uh, that's I keep on sharing with people that this is a people business and and no investor makes it on their own. But for every successful investor that you see, there is a team behind them that made them the successful investor that they are. So Lee, any last parting words? I know you were super excited to be here today. You've done an absolutely right? fantastic job. Yes. I was not, you know, just don't be scared. Just just go out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if listening to podcasts or going on the internet, just mm-hmm. look at properties. Mm-hmm. You know, we get so many emails every day now wanting mm-hmm. to sell us properties. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just mm-hmm. just go out there. Don't be scared. Right? Yeah. Nothing Action. to be scared of, right? Nothing at all. Nothing to be scared of. <laughs> There's nothing crazy about this. Yes. I love it. Well, thank you again so much for, for being here. And then, you know, come back and talk to us again after you do the second one. Yeah. Will do. Okay. Definitely. Thank Glad you for having here. us. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. You guys were awesome. Thank you. Alrighty. So that's it for today. Another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing is in the books. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.